Well, hey, I'm David and the host of In the Growth Space, and it's really great to have you here again with me today. Now, if you're new to the podcast, thanks so much for spending time with me. I'd love to hear how you found the podcast and what you think of it. Now, if you're not subscribed yet, go do that on your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. So on this show, I talk about growth, growth from the aspect of business growth, uh, personal growth, uh, team growth, leadership growth. And I, I talk with leaders who've gone through their own growth journey. But today I'm sharing a lesson that I recently did on the six-figure mentorship program call. Now that free program is part of the Empowered Living community and I'm part of the teaching team uh, in that community. So in this lesson, I gave the six keys to embracing change. And the one thing I know is that if we want to grow and achieve our goals, we have to embrace change. This particular lesson has been marinating a little bit, and I drew on some of the concepts in my ebook that I wrote a few years ago, and that ebook is called Navigating Change for High-Performing Leaders, and we'll, we'll link to that free ebook in the show notes so you can get a copy of that. So without further delay, here's that lesson on embracing change. Welcome to uh, the Six Figure Mentorship Call today. Uh, really grateful to, to be here. Today is Saturday, January the 21st, 2023. And let me just say happy new year to everybody. Uh, you know, this is my first uh, call here in the new year. So I just want to say happy new year to everybody. Uh, I know we're, uh, you know, already halfway through uh, January already, but uh, I'm really honored to be here and, and lead this session with everybody. Um, grateful that you're here with me here too uh, on, a, on a Saturday morning. I know it's, it's early for some of you folks in a different part of the country. <clears throat> but uh, if there's anybody that is on the call for the first time and, and doesn't know me yet, I uh, my name is David McGlennon, and uh, my lane here is uh, leadership and, and organizational culture. And if uh, if you are new to the calls, let me just say thank you for being here. Welcome. Uh, we're really excited to to uh, have you here. I know that we get new folks all the time joining the calls and and it's really great to uh, to expand the community. And the other thing that I'll say here too at the top of the call is that we have a commitment to serve this community and um, none of the mentors uh, make any direct offers and including myself, we are not making any direct offers to, to buy anything. Uh, we simply just want to serve. And um, so we, to, to, to that end, uh, we just want to make sure that you uh, get the best uh, teaching from, from each one of us. And the thing is though, if you would like to connect with uh, me or, or, or any of our mentors, uh, feel free to do that. Reach out. Uh, I was just talking to uh, Ryan, I think it was on uh, before we hit record and um, just reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can also check out my website, davidmcglennon.com and uh, happy to, uh, to connect with you there. So this, this lesson um, at the beginning of the year here, it's, I, I have to say it's kind of been percolating or marinating with me for a little while. And I'm really excited to share it. Um, and, and, and you're the first group that I've shared it with. So, um, you know, you, you get to be my guinea pigs. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, hopefully it's beneficial for you. I, I think it will be. And, and I really think that this particular uh, lesson is really appropriate um, that I get to share it here at the beginning of the year. 
um, because everybody's, you know, set new goals. They, they want to make, you know, changes. <clears throat> they, they have new objectives and, and, and everything uh, is kind of on this new course. Um, and, and all of that requires change. And, you know, when I say that word, sometimes just the sound of that word can make people shudder and, you know, run the other way. Uh, it, you know, change is not what the human mind is built for, right? Uh, we, we, we like our status quo. Uh, there's a lot of comfort in, in that status quo. And, and, and for most of us in the community, we've all heard about, you know, the comfort zone. We've heard Paul teach about the comfort zone and, and, and how our mind likes to keep us right there. And if you've ever heard the phrase, but that's not how we've done it around here, um, or that's not how we've always done it around here, you've, you've experienced the resistance to change. And there are a lot of leaders today um, that are sadly, they're, they're stuck in the way we've always done it mentality. And they, they want to continue doing the things really the same way. And, and the way we did business back in the 20th century, back in the industrial era. And, you know, honestly, they even want to, you know, stay in the pre-COVID era. And, and the reality is, is that we're not, we're not in that anymore. We're not in that era. And, and, you know, kind of a newsflash, <laughs> we, we, we've got self-driving cars, you know, we, we, we've got, we've got space telescopes that are allowing us to, to, to see galaxies that are billions of light years away. I mean, it's just fascinating. I don't know if any of you have seen the, the pictures from the James Webb telescope, but oh my goodness, it's just amazing. But to be fair, you know, humans over the years have, we, we've adapted to change pretty well. Um, the, 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 the reality though is, is that change happened at, at a much slower pace. Now, according to Eric Teller, who is the CEO of Google X Research and Development Lab, on average, the rate of technological change is now accelerating so fast that it's risen above the average rate at which most people can absorb all the changes. We, we just can't keep up with the pace of change. So what that means is we've got to become lifelong learners. And it also means, quite frankly, that communities like this one, they, they're, they're more important than ever, especially if we want to stay relevant and you know, really continue to grow our own companies and, and, and grow ourselves. We've got to continually expose ourselves to new things and, and new ideas and, and new ways of doing things, new ways of being. And that's the beauty of, of the empowered living community. That's the beauty of communities like these. And, and essentially, we have to embrace change. Embrace change. Not tolerate change. Not accept change. But embrace change. Now, think about when you embrace anything. If you, you, you can kind of picture in your mind's eye, 
you know, you're moving towards it. When you think of an embrace, an embrace, you're, you're, you're grabbing onto it. You're pulling it close to you. If you could see me right now, I've, I've got my arms out. I'm like, you know, grabbing a hold, giving some, something, a really close hug. You're pulling it close to you. And, and if we're going to achieve the goals that we've set for ourselves this year, and if we're going to make a difference in the world, we have to embrace change. And let's face it, I, you know, change can be scary. It can be scary if we approach it that way. It can be difficult if we tell ourselves the story that change is hard. But change can also be energizing. And I think it can be exciting and it can be uplifting. So at its core, embracing change is really all about learning to become uncomfortable and, and having an adaptive mindset. Now, there's a story that I thought of as I was formulating this lesson and, and, you know, it, it, it takes me back quite a ways in my life. And, and, and honestly, from as far back as I can remember, I have had um, opportunities to make change. I, we all have, right. I mean, we've all had opportunities to make change. And one of my earliest memories that, that I can point to where I, I noticed that I started making those changes in my own life and, um, and, and directing those changes. And I was in, in junior high school. And I, I, I know even by saying that phrase, you know, I'm, I'm dating myself here because I know that now today it's called middle school, but, but that time in, um, in, in, in young people's lives is, is really pivotal. And it was for me as well. And, and there was this time um, in, in junior high school um, when it was at the end of my ninth grade year. And I, I went to a jazz band concert. I was in the band and I, was, I, I went to a jazz band concert at the high school where I was going the next year. And so I, I wanted to kind of see what it was like at that level. And, and at that concert, I, I, I was just moved and, and, and mesmerized by the sound coming from the stage and from that band. And, it, you know, it, it, it was what I was listening to was the top band, um, the top jazz band from the high school. And, um, you know, they had won all kinds of, you know, festivals and all kinds of awards and, 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 and that kind of thing. And, and I don't know, honestly, why, but it was right then and there that I, I visualized myself on that stage in the future. And, and I, can, I can see it like it was yesterday. I, 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 I was in the balcony. I was a little bit to the right side of, of the, the balcony. And I was looking down at the stage and I was, I was seeing all of those young people performing and playing jazz like I had never heard it before. And at that moment, I, I visualized in my mind myself being on that stage and, and not only just on that stage, but 
playing solos and you know leading the trumpet section. I was a trumpet player. And I was part of that elite jazz band, if only in my mind at that point. But if I'm honest, in order for me to realize that dream, in order for me to actually make that dream a reality, I had to navigate a lot of change. <laughs> As you can imagine, in, in, in ninth grade, I had to change my practice habits. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to change how I managed my time. I had to embrace change. So what does that all mean then for the times that we're, we're living in here in, in 2023 and, and, and as we embark on this new year and as we really want to embrace change, um, how, do we, how do we do that practically? Well, <clears throat> I'll get to the practical parts of it here in just a moment, but let me just say uh, at, at this point, we have to recognize that there are several kinds of change. And, and, and each one of them has its own unique challenges. But first, if, if, if we take a look at, at, at change, the first change that I see is, is just natural change. And, and what I mean by that, these are things that just happen with the passage of time. It's the, you know, the natural seasons, you know, one just flows into the other because of the passage of time. Winter flows into spring which I know for some of us, we hope that happens a lot faster uh, right at this point. <clears throat> but but that, that, that spring then moves into summer and, and summer moves into fall. And it just, the passage of time and natural change hap happen because they're part of the, the, the natural laws of the universe. And, and then there's, there's directed change. And this is the kind of change that I think that we're all working with at at this point in the year, you know, we've identified a goal or we have an objective and we're, we're working towards it, but it's requiring us to change. We chose, choose the change. We chose the change and we're directing that change. So, so we're making it, we're making the change. And then the, the third kind of change is the one that we, all probably don't like a whole lot. And that's the, the forced change. That's when something that's outside of our control directs the change in our way that we didn't choose. It's, you know, it's just not necessarily natural change and it's not directed change. And it, it oftentimes happens abruptly and suddenly. So how do we then embrace change? What's the practical process to move towards it? Whether it's natural change or directed change or, or, or forced change. Now, unfortunately, I don't have the time to go into the details of each of these, but I'm going to focus today on directed change because I, I really think for the most part, most of us here are, we're working on, on something and we're working towards something that requires us to change because we want something different. So the practicality is, is that we have to start with why. And those of you who know me know that I love Simon Sinek and I love his cornerstone book on connecting with why and starting with why, because, you know, if we're going to 
embrace change, we have to connect with why it's important to us. Why is it important to us? Why is it important to me to, to achieve the goal that I've set? You know, in the business world, we, we have to ask ourselves, why is it important for us to do things differently and achieve this result? Maybe, you know, in, in the business world, I know so oftentimes as leaders, we have to take a look at the, the costs of things. And, and maybe we want to avoid the cost of, of high turnover. I mean, that's an exorbitant cost. So perhaps we have to pay more attention to the well-being of our, of our people, which of course, is our most important asset. Or, or maybe we have to invest in our people and, and help them grow as, as leaders. And, and that's why it's important. It's, it's important for us as a business to grow. So, so we have to do these things because we want to grow. We want our, we want our company to grow. And, or, or, or maybe even we don't want our company to fail, but we want our company to thrive. We have to ask, why would we want to change our culture? Why, why do we want to expand and grow? What's behind that desire? And, and really, I think at the, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about our mission. What are, we, what are we in business for? What are we leading for? And by connecting emotionally with that why, we're going to take the first step towards embracing change. And you've, you've often heard uh, Paul talk about the fact um, that we buy on emotion and justify with logic, right? You know, the thing is, we embrace change the exact same way. <laughs> when we connect with our why, that's going to help us buy into the change that we're seeking or, 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 or buying into what's required. So connecting with our why, I think, is really foundational for embracing change. The, the next element in, in embracing change is, is taking baby steps towards it. Now, if you've not read the book Atomic Habits, you definitely need to. I know that, um, I can't remember, it, it might be Michael Schultz is doing um, a, a mastermind around James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. Um, I don't, I don't remember, maybe somebody can, can remind me, but, but that book is amazing. And, and, and the book's premise is, is all about creating the smallest gain towards our desired outcome. If we can make just a 1% improvement today and then a 1% improvement tomorrow and, and just continually make those little changes, that's, that's the part that will help us move forward in embracing change. That'll get us moving towards that embrace. And, and honestly, I think that this part of embracing change is why New Year's resolutions fail and why a lot of times, you know, our, our big, hairy, audacious goals don't get achieved is because too often we want to take too big of a bite of the goal. We want to take too big of a step because we think that taking a small step isn't, isn't going to get us there. In reality, it's those small steps. It's those little 1% gains that can help us move forward. So once we know why the change is necessary, 
and, and we're going to take those small steps forward, we have to look at the payoff. We have to look at what's this, what's this change going to give us? What's the benefit? You know, one of the, the research elements on change is that if we want permanent change, there needs to be positive reinforcement. So what's the reward? What's the, what's the one thing that will reward you for making that one small movement in the direction of your dream? And, and, and honestly, that, that actually kind of makes me think of this other idea. Um, and it, it actually comes from Dan Sullivan of, of Strategic Coach and, and Benjamin Hardy's book uh, called The Gap and the Gain. And it, it, this just kind of occurred to me, but when we move forward in the direction of our goal or in the direction of our dream, as Thoreau says, um, and little uh, sh short plug uh, for, for turning point um, that the, the registration for turning point is open. And we do a whole teaching on the Henry David Thoreau quote of advancing in the direction of our dream, but I digress. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in, in, in order to embrace change um, this idea of being in the gap or the game, we, we, we have to measure ourselves backwards. And what I mean by that um, is that we have to see how far we've come on a regular basis. That's measuring our gain. You gotta, you've got to metaphorically kind of turn around and look back on where you started. Even, you, you know, here we are, what, three weeks into the new year. How much have you progressed? Just what, what's the little bit that you've progressed? Take a look at that. Take note of that. Perhaps journal on the progress that you've made. What were your gains just this week? What progress did you make? You know, when we have a process and a structure to measure our gains, it's going to give us the momentum and then the motivation to keep propelling us forward. So embracing change really, you know, at its core is, is how we think about change. It's really about playing the infinite game, as, as, as Simon Sinek would say, and just continuing to level up rather than playing just to win. And I know, I know that there are so many leaders of companies or teams that were, were programmed back in the industrial era where really they were, they were programmed to keep things the same and keep things uniform and, and have a set of rules that don't change. I mean, frankly, I was programmed in that era. And, and in that way of thinking, you know, just attempting to keep things the same is actually going to put us farther and farther behind, especially in this competitive world. For those, for those leaders who, who want to keep things the way they were and, 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 and not address the things that we're addressing right now, uh, the work from home opportunities, the, um, you know, the, the, the challenge of turnover, the challenge of hiring, finding the right talent, attracting and keeping the right talent. It's, it's really, it's, it's really important for us to learn to embrace change because 
we can make that our competitive advantage. And, and honestly, it's about being curious. It's, it's about asking great questions that, that can help us to embrace change. So I, I think of questions like, you know, what does this make possible for us? Or, or if we do it that way, how might we gain an advantage? I love the how might we questions. How might we? Hmm. Get us into that curious state. How might we do this? And I, I really think that embracing change is one of the best ways to create a competitive advantage. But, I, you know, it, it takes a, an openness to learning and, and being willing to be curious. You know, when I work with organizations in defining their culture, one of the cultural fundamentals that often comes up is a behavior that's de defined as check the ego at the door. And what that means is it's, it's just having a willingness for each of the team members to, to, to set aside their own agenda and, and have a willingness for the team or the company to win. And, and it's, it's, again, it's just setting aside our own agenda in, in, in greater service to the organization or to the team. It's finding, finding wins for the organization and, and really learning to look at things differently. And that takes a lot of emotional intelligence and a lot of awareness. And, you know, it takes a lot of embracing change. So here's a couple of questions I think that can, we can use to just help our, you know, coach ourselves um, or, or maybe even our team. If you're a leader of a team and um, you want to, you know, have uh, the, the, the members of that team, you know, check their ego at the door. Um, think about these questions and, and maybe just ask these questions as you begin a, a session to, to think about uh, ways that you're going to embrace change or, or, or entertain change. So think about what's best for the team or the company. What is best? What is best? What improvements could we make as a team to help people become less worried about their own status and, and really stay focused on the big picture? And here's one of those, how might we questions again, how might we achieve organizational success here? How might we achieve organizational success here? Not individual success, organizational success. Those how might we questions are just so powerful. And when we think into those, it really helps us move in the direction of embracing change. And one of the things that I've had to do a lot is suspend my pre-programmed ideas of really the best way to approach change. And I've, I've seen such huge benefits for myself, um, my own team of gaining, you know, input from a variety of people and, and getting a number of different perspectives from people and really even just tapping into my curiosity that's, that's helped me more than anything, tapping into my own curiosity and kind of into my own, my own inner child, you know, thinking back on, on when I was a child and, and how curious I was tapping into that has helped me to embrace change even so much, so much, so much better. So, so being able to, to embrace change re really requires us to, to be, to be open to other perspectives. 
And I think it was uh, Wayne Dyer who said, you know, when you look at, uh, the, when you change the way you look at things, things that you look at change. So in order to embrace change, um, here, here are just kind of my summary points here. You've got to be a lifelong learner. Um, and if, if you're a regular uh, member of this community, I, I know that I'm preaching to the choir here, um, but, but we have to be lifelong learners. We have to then connect with our why. We have to really find out why is this important? Why is this goal important to us? Why should I embrace change? Why is it important? And then when we connect with our why, we need to start taking baby steps towards that change rather than making huge wholesale changes. Now, I, I know that sometimes, you know, it's, it's important to make huge wholesale changes, but if we want to make lasting changes, those, those little baby steps just happen, help, help it happen so much easier. And then find the reward. What's the, what's the benefit to me? What's the payoff? I love the payoff question. You know, if I, if I go to the gym today, how am I going to feel at the end of the, at the end of the workout? Even if I don't feel like it right now, what's my payoff? And then make sure that we measure ourselves backward. Let's stay in the gain rather than the gap. The gap is, is comparing us uh, to, to, to where we're headed and looking at the gap of, of what's, uh, what's ahead of us. It's so much better to learn to stay in the gain and, and kind of metaphorically turn ourselves around and, and look at how far we've come. So think about change differently. In, instead of living in the fear of the unknown that, that you know, change could bring, let's focus on the possibility and let's focus on the benefits and, and the why of our goals. Because when we do that, we'll be able to embrace change. We'll be able to pull it close to us and we'll be able to make the things happen that we want to see happen in this year. Well, I hope that helps inspire you to embrace change and think about it differently and, and even relate to it differently. I know that if you do, you'll have amazing growth results. Thanks again for listening in and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And speaking of which, on the next episode, I'm getting into my own growth space and trying something brand new. I'm not going to say too much, but I do have guests. <laughs> but until then, stay in that growth space and be well. Mm -hmm.